Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ed Talks Season 2, Episode 2. Today, I am joined by, again by my good friend, Ben Walker. Uh, ben has been on three other podcasts, I think it was. I think three, maybe. I think there was one that didn't go out as yeah, well. Yeah, but... we, I lost the... Um, I lost the footage for the for the fourth one. There was we we did um one on China, uh one on Brexit, and then one on football, wasn't it? Yeah, we did a transfer one as well. It, we did, yes, yeah. It was when um Eden Hazard moved to to Real Madrid. What was that like two? That's the one. Two I years ago, I think that was. I feel like we cursed him because he's not done very well since. No, he's he's had a bit of a shock. I think he's there's talks of him going back to Chelsea as well now. Yeah, I don't. I've, I don't see it happening, to be honest. No, me neither. It'd be like a repeat of Drogba. Um, today, we're going to be talking about the Euros. Uh, so we're back on the football topic. Um, we're going to focus on England for a little bit at the start. Uh, and then, obviously, if, as anybody who watches football or talks about football knows, the conversation will evolve. Um, so England played last night. Uh, they played Austria in a, just a warm-up. Uh, they won... 1-0 with Saka scoring. I mean, Tyron Meng should have been off the pitch, but... Yeah, I, I don't I don't there. understand the uh, picking of Mings because Esri Konza, who's the other Aston Villa defender, has been one of the best defenders, well, probably in the country this year. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, Mings gets in ahead of him. And I do understand that Mings brings um, certainly a bit of character and yeah. you know, a lot of height to the team. But Esri Konza, for me... If any, any player was going to go from Aston Villa, it would be him. Um, and I would have liked to have seen him called up he's, into the provisional. He's younger as well, isn't he, than Tyron Mengs by, by a couple of years, I think. I believe so, yeah. I believe he started his career at Charlton, possibly. Yeah. Um, well, I've been saying, um, debut, but... I've been saying all summer that if I, was, if I was Spurs right now, I know this isn't quite about the Euros, but just, just briefly, if I was Spurs... I would ransack that Aston Villa defence. I'd take Martin as the goalkeeper. I'd take Matty Cash. I'd take Target. And I'd take Konza. Because Matty Cash has been phenomenal since he moved. Matt Target's been great. I think he's very overlooked. I mean, and if you look at our defence at the moment, I mean, Aurier and, well, Ben Davis is getting old and Regulion's been shocking. Regulion's been awful. Um, he was anyway, very good at the start of the season. He was, but- he was. It seems to be that West Ham game that maybe didn't <laughs> um, well i don't i take much pride in that because um i remember I was, I was actually sitting sorry this is a bit off the euros but i was sitting in my house here at uni um with my mates and and two two of them are spurs fans and we were watching that uh tottenham game and obviously tottenham had been doing really really well mm. and west ham had just won three nil and four nil against leicester and wolves and um Spurs go 3-0 up after 15 minutes and my mate Johnny decides, so oh, I'm going to look up. What's the, what's the highest uh, scoring game in the, in a Premier League? Um, and he, he was hyping it up. He thought, oh, we're going to absolutely thrash you here. And then scoring three goals in the last minute and that Lanzini uh, screamer as well was just yeah, un- unreal. Goal of the season for me, that is, I have to say. Anyway, they we're we'll, gobsmacked. Jaws yeah. on the floor. Oh. Shocking! It was awful. That that's kind of where it all started to go downhill as well. Um, but we'll we'll get on we'll get on to the Euros. So um, Gareth Southgate, forgot his name then for a second, has announced his <laughs> squad now. Um, I'll quickly run through it. So there's Jordan Pickford, Kyle Walker, Luke Shaw, Declan Rice, John Stones, Harry Maguire, Jack Grealish, Jordan Henderson, Harry Kane, Raheem Sterling, Marcus Rashford, Kieran Trippier, Dean Henderson. Calvin Phillips, Tyron Mings, Connor Cody, Jaden Sancho, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, Mason Mount, Phil Foden, Ben Chilwell, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Sam Johnston, Reese James, Bukio Saka and Jude Bellingham. So my first question to you, Ben, who would you keep from that? Well, not who would you keep, not all of them, more or less, who who goes and, and who comes in? It's, it's an interesting question. Um, overall, I was quite pleased with the squad. Um, not not so keen on the four right backs, obviously. Um, I don't know why Southgate. I mean, Trippier was brilliant in the World Cup, um, absolutely magnificent. But that's three years ago, and a lot has changed in his career since. Why Southgate insists on playing him at left back, I don't understand. I think we've got some good options, like you say, Matt Target overlooked. Um, 
Uh, but you've also got Chilwell, who's just won a European Championship. Um, sorry, Champions League, even with uh, Chelsea. Um, Saka can play winning there. a European Championship. Uh, Saka has been very good there when I've seen him for England and, and for Arsenal at left back. Um, okay, so I guess the one it... thing, the one thing Trippier does bring is obviously he has that, yeah, he has a little bit more experience. But uh, at left back, I mean, he played left back last night and obviously because he's a right back, he's obviously right footed. It's very difficult for him to, like, he, he was constantly bringing it on in on his right. Yeah. And I mean, if, if he's up against a, a right winger, say, well, let's, I, I think Jota's gone for, um, for, for Portugal. Say we, we come up against Portugal, he will run rings around him if he's constantly trying to get onto his right foot. And I mean, I don't oh, know 100%. if you've ever tried playing play in a position where it's not your strong foot. It doesn't really work. And like you say, someone like Target, who's played there, well, he is a natural left back. Aston Villa have done well this year, like you say. Uh, I, I mean, I'd personally take two right backs, probably. Yeah, I'd just be sticking with the two. Um, Who would you take? See, that's, that's See this is the hot take, I, I, isn't it? Actually, I, I'd probably take three. Um mm. Because you've got Walker who can play. I, I'd be dropping Trippier, by the way, but I'd be. You, yeah. You've got Walker who can play at centre back and at right back. Rhys James, who's apparently haven't seen him in the midfield, but apparently can play decent holding midfield and gives that backup. He is also a top talent at right back, and I, I'd be starting Rhys James, and obviously Trent, who, um, won you know won a Champions League, won the Premier League very recently, and wasn't really given the chance to prove himself at the World Cup, but should be one of the strong favourites to start this time around. Um, so, yeah, I'd be taking those three uh, and not... I, I mean, Trippier, when he scored that free kick in the second minute against Croatia at the World Cup, you know, it was a fan's favourite and he's got loads of tournament experience, but... Do you think that's why he's gone? Do you think maybe Southgate's holding out on, on that kind of... I think that is probably why Southgate's picked him, but I just don't think he should have made this squad... And I would have taken Matt Target or hmm. another left back. Yeah. And I'm, been I'm starting trying to think Ben Chilwell. I'm trying to think of another English left back other than Matt Target. And it's it's funny that we're so stacked on the right hand side, but on the left hand side, we're not really that blessed. There's not um, that many, but you've got some quality options still. Yeah. I think it also depends how England line up at the back. Um, so me and me and Ben are both we I, I said to Ben, uh, get her get a, like a rough start in 11. Um, and it's very, I thought the hardest for me was to, to decide, well, I got to also think, what is he going to play in the tournament? But also what I'd like to see is whether yeah. I'd rather see four at the back or five at the back. I mean, that's the big question. Everyone's kind of waiting to see what happens. Um, so for, I'll run through mine quickly, uh, Ben, if, if, yeah, and then go you can it. go through yours after. I've gone for Pickford in goals, but I would have gone for Pope had Pope not been injured. Uh, I've gone Chilwell left, Back, I've gone forward at the back, by the way. Stones and Maguire, uh, fully fit. It's the two centre-backs. Stones on the left, Maguire on the right. I have put Trippier starting right back here. But that I, I think that could be changed. And then if, again, fully fit, Henderson as a holding midfielder with Mount and Bellingham. But in brackets, I've got Grealish. And then left-wing Sancho, uh, right-wing Foden, and then Kane up top. Interesting, interesting choice. Yeah, there. I mean, yeah, my, mine's very different. I like the four at the back. I think we'll play three slash five at the back. Um, I think Southgate will just go for, go with that and be a bit more safe defensively. But I think we should be playing four. Chilwell, Stones, Maguire. I think that's right. I'm, I've I've got those left back and the two centre backs. I would have gone with Dean Henderson in, in the sticks. Um, even if Pope was fit, what I what I realised in the in the friendly that I saw him in, who was it against? It was against um, San Marino. He played. Oh yeah. Um, and compared to you know Burnley are a lower mid table team, um, they will have a lot of shots against them, but also they'll be really well drilled defensively. So. Nick Pope doesn't have to do a lot with his feet. And even against San Marino, yes. where there was very limited pressure up front, 
he could not kick a ball no. for his life. He was absolutely terrible in that department, which is why I think he sticks with Pickford. But the more all-round keeper, I'd go for Dean Henderson. He's played um, a lot for United this year as well, surprisingly. He has. I was, I was surprised. But, um, Ollie dropped it to Hayer, didn't he? It's been, it's been deserved. He was very good for Sheffield United. Um, yeah, it was a shame he couldn't stay. I, like, like For me, anyway, I would have liked to see him another year at, at Sheffield United. Obviously, there again, they were woeful, so it wouldn't have been great. For, it wouldn't yeah. have been great for the Euros. I think he provided the stability for Sheffield yes. United that they needed in that first season. So yeah, I'd be going for him. He's played a lot of Champions League as well. Um, Brees James would be my option at right back, as I alluded to. Um, in the midfield, I'd be partnering Declan Rice with Jude Bellingham. So very youthful, um, pretty inexperienced central midfield, but. Bellingham's been un- unreal in the Amazing. Champions League for Dortmund was just he played with such maturity I think he's the best midfielder we've got in the squad possibly yeah and that hurts it. me to say that because of Declan Rice yeah, obviously. I saw a crazy stat I didn't really I forget how young he is he can win um young like the young player award until 2027 that's which is mental cr- which is crazy to me because you think like obviously he well, he should have had the two goals in the knockout rounds against City. I mean, the first goal, why that got disallowed, I'll never know. That was crazy. But and, and and you think of how much he spoke about, and obviously now he's going to the Euros, and you think, oh, he's, he's 21, he's 22, he's 17, turns 18 in the summer. Yeah, uh, I mean, the England, uh, mental, uh, crazy, crazy, crazy. It's baffling. And the, the amount of maturity that he plays with, given the fact he is 17, it's, yeah. it's unreal the way he controls the ball against Man City let's not forget who were um, finalists at the Champions League they were on that said, unbeaten run the two goals they were on that unbeaten run yeah. along comes the 17 year old and should have had a goal within two minutes um, so yeah Bellingham Rice would be my pick Declan Rice is just he's a, obviously he's a good it's crazy to think that Declan Rice is five years older than Jude Bellingham um, <laughs> but obviously was Pivotal for us in our yeah. um, in finishing sixth. In defensively, I think you've got to have someone to protect that back four. Um, Bellingham's more, someone who will drive um, up the pitch. Rice will stay back and he'll win ninety percent of his challenges, um, protecting that defense. Yeah, Harry Kane, I'd play in a number ten because I'd mm-hmm. see he drops deeper. He plays a good ball. Um, into the wingers or up to forward. I'd go with Foden up top because he's played a lot there for Man City this season. And then I'd go with Sterling on the right and Grealish on the left. Sticking with Sterling? I would stick with Sterling, yeah. That's interesting because a lot of people I've I've spoke to of late, um, a lot of people, well, I have heard calls from not to be in the squad. I think that's a bit far. But his his form, he has fallen off a cliff a little bit this year. But then I wonder if that's because obviously Aguero was out for for City. They didn't really have a striker all year. And if you look back to, I think it was the 17-18 season where him and Leroy Sane absolutely ran riot in that City team. It's because De Bruyne was able to play in a deeper role and pick the passes out. So I wonder if, like you say, having Kane play that deeper role for England, he could essentially do what Son has done off of Bale this year. I think Sterling's an interesting one. Like, I think, for me, if Henderson isn't fit, because I don't know if... Is Henderson fully fit again now? He's not currently. He's not, is I it? think it's better. It was um, Trent, Hendo and Maguire who were all doubts at the moment. Yeah, because for me, if Henderson's not fully fit, I play Rice in that uh, in that holding midfielder position. But my issue is, I look at that team and there's no Grealish. And that... I know he's not fully fit, but like, I, but then I can't take out Sancho and I can't take out Foden because, I mean, Sancho has he's the most successful ever teenager in Bundesliga history, isn't it? Or the youngest player to reach fifty goals and like uh, fifty goal contributions as a star. I'm not hundred percent sure. He, he's a brilliant talent. I do really like Jaden Sancho, but I would be giving Sterling this last tournament. Yeah, on the right wing because Sancho is the future. Yeah. I could I could be saying that with Henderson in the midfield rather than Bellingham, but I think Bellingham he, shows he's a, more maturity he, and consistency this season than Sancho. Yeah, he he doesn't um 
he doesn't really lose his head either. I mean, I mean, neither does does Foden, to be fair. But I've seen a couple of clips where of highlights of, of Dortmund where Sancho's looked a little bit not heated, but I mean it would happen to anyone, you know. You, you do need those players. I mean, like Roy Keane, for example, but not, not to that step, not to that level. Um yeah. but I've only seen I think uh Bellman's had one red card this season and it, it wasn't a red card. I can't remember the tackle, but I remember people being like outraged by it. And like you say. Uh, with Rice being the hold and Bellingham carries the ball ridiculously well. He drives with it as well. Cause you look at him, you don't think he's that tall and that strong, but oh uh, I mean this this leads quite nicely into the next topic, which um was young player of the tournament. Obviously this Euro's probably more than ever there is a ridiculous and I mean the World Cup next year as well. World Cup is next year, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, because of COVID, it's, it's all throwing me off. The 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 pool, the talent pool for young players is absolutely ludicrous. It is crazy. Um, I mean, I'll I'll ask you first because uh, I said my starting eleven first. Uh, uh, who do you, who who would you say you could see? Because the issue is they have got to be in a team that somewhat gets foot like you know far along enough. Yeah. But uh, who could you see being in the in the and the contention for that. I think, oh gosh. Um, now I, I really struggle to think about this um, because obviously you have to think about, like, as you say, who's going to go quite far. I think Ferran Torres could mm-hmm. possibly be, be one for Spain. Um, Bellingham, obviously. I, yeah. Bellingham. I think, um, well, I mean, I'd like to think that Bellingham will start, but I don't think he'll be picked by Southgate. I think if, if it's going to be from England, it'll be between two people, uh, Phil Foden. And um, if we progress really far, I think Declan Rice will be in with a massive shout. You, 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 you think? I think so, because he is... I mean, there'll be people in the comments surely <laughs> yeah. disagree. But... He is liked by Southgate. He was he um, tipped to be the vice captain going into the tournament. Um, I think he will start every single game. Um, and if we progress through to the towards the latter stages of the tournament, we're not conceding that many goals. And he's putting in consistent performances on the pitch. I think he's well in with a shout. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's, is he captain? He is, he is West Ham captain, isn't he? Or is it yes. Noble still? Well, it's technically Noble, but Noble doesn't really play in the Premier League anymore. So um, yeah, it has been Rice. So yeah, I, that's a. I think uh, I don't have him down to be fair, but I forget again. I forget how how young he is. I mean, he's what twenty four. Twenty two. I mean, is he twenty two? Gosh, I thought he's. Let, let me do a quick check on this. One, he, sure he looks. He obviously looks older than what he is. I but think when it's you, the beard this season. Yeah, and he, he came onto the scene, obviously, what, two years ago now? Three years ago? Um, yes, but I, three years on, 22. On my, list, on my list, I don't have him down because, I, like I said, I forgot how, how young he was. I mean, I have... Uh, there's an obvious one that Mbappe, because, again, uh, Lou, like, crazy talent. Uh, if, if Norway had qualified, Haaland would be up there as well. I've gone for... There's a couple in here that I don't think... Um, People will, will realise again how young they are. I've gone for Yuri Thielmans for Belgium. He's fantastic. Because he's 24 again. Um, and obviously Belgium have that potential to progress. Uh, I've also got Musiala, who should be playing for England, but he, he opted to play for Germany instead. Has he made the Germany squad? He has made the Germany squad. And like That's you said, he, he has to be played uh, by... by uh, it's low, isn't yeah. it? It still is low. Um, I've also got... Kai Havertz, because he's 21, and I think he will start, especially now, for Germany. Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, I've also got, I mean, I, I don't think this, I don't, I've gone for Gravenberg, who is the Dutch holding midfielder for Ajax. I don't think Holland will go far because they drew 2 2 with Scotland last night. And I mean, they might, may come back to haunt me, bearing in mind we play Scotland in about two weeks, but I can't yeah. see. Scotland being a massive team. So for, for Haaland to be only drawing two, touch, two. Touch wood, touch wood. Touch wood. <laughs> uh, and then 
Ferran Torres as well, and then Ruben Diaz is my is my final one. Ruben Diaz is another great shape because he's been unreal. He with uh without him, I don't know if City win the league this year because I feel like Stones needed somebody with that. Like Ruben Diaz came in with so much confidence. Yeah. And and backed it. He, he's probably the best centre back City have had since Company, in my opinion. I mean, Eric yeah, Laporte is a great... only retired player. like two seasons ago, didn't he? So the fact that they've got Diaz already, who will surely, you know, take the next generation of Man City squads. Well, people thought it'd be um, Ake, didn't through. they? Because they signed Ake for fifty million, was it? I I knew it wouldn't be Ake. Ake's not no. that great. But I think that was a classic City, like. I mean, it happens to everyone. Like, if you look at, say, Chelsea, for example, or even Spurs, when Chelsea lost Drogba and we lost Bale, um, the the hardest thing is to really replace that player. And company was mm. like, well, what is it, like captain, leader, whatever they have a saying for him, don't they? Captain, legend, leader. I think that's what they captain, say. Captain, leader, him. legend. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like you say, for them to find Diaz and Diaz came into that team, and I mean, oh my god, I. For me, Kane is player of the year, but yep. Diaz is definitely second. And in the tournament, I mean, if you look at that Portugal squad, it is a little bit frightening. And I do ponder if, well, oh my God, they're in the same group of, oh, they're in a group of death, aren't they? They're in with, uh, yeah, Germany and France. I completely forgot. Because I was going to say the final was could be... Uh, Portugal, France again, but obviously they'd have to go all the way from one group, wouldn't they? They would. And I, I, I tell you one thing as well: it's definitely not going to be a, a Swansea City flop that scores a goal in the final. Yeah, definitely not. Edda won't put, I don't think Edda's even there, is he? He's probably, no, he's he's probably, probably in not. Dubai or somewhere now. But Renato probably. Sanchez is there. Yes. The, oh, so it could be actually it could the Portugal be. team. I mean, obviously we're talking about the Euros as a whole. I mean, we can talk about whatever team but the Portugal team at first I was like oh my god it's amazing and then I went oh my god it's it's not that great and I was having a look on the um on the Euros app and their yeah. team it, I because it shocked it shocked everyone that they won in 2018 didn't it, it yeah well a, they, they were massively outside then I've just uh got it up now I haven't seen the full one but Where um is it? Here we go. It is yeah. looking dangerous. I mean, their attack. I mean, Zhao Felix, who I that he could be a young player of the tournament. Um, there's is Rui Patricio injured. He got in, didn't he? Got injured, didn't he? Against in the Premier League. Who was that against? I can't remember. I but did... it was a bad injury. Was it head or was it leg? I can't. I can't fully remember. But is he in the? He's not in the squad, is it? No, he yes, hasn't he, made it. Uh, Rui Silva and Anthony Lopez from Leon. I mean, if you look at their forwards, I mean, Felix, Jota, Ronaldo, Andre Silva. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen Andre Silva's stats from the Bundesliga this year. Unreal, unreal, yeah. Criminally, we, we were linked with him. For criminally a while. underrated. He scored what twenty-eight goals in the Bundesliga this year. Finished twenty-eight. I think he finished obviously second to Lewandowski. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I, apparently, yeah. Apparently, City are in for him now if they don't land Kane. Um, but I mean that that forwards for Portugal. And I mean, yeah, the there's defense, a lot of pace. Cancelo, a lot of, pace, a lot of skill. Yeah. Uh, so they'll probably line up with. Uh, Lopez in goal, I assume, with Cancelo on the right, Ruben Diaz, and I assume Fonte, who's just won the league with uh, Lille, uh, and then Guerrero, who plays with Yeah, who, who saw that back. coming, by the way? That was crazy. Oh, crazy, because they um, they lost their second last game, didn't they? Uh, I can't remember who too, but they kind of threw it away a little bit. Um, and it set it up perfectly. Uh, and then PSG, I think they lost their heads a little bit in one game, didn't they? Couple of games before, there was some crazy match at the end of the game. I think I believe it was Marseille or something. They they had about like five red cards. It's like a after well, the thing. That, yeah. that club's a joke. Sack Tuchel because they don't win in the Champions League. <laughs> Tuchel just and then he, he wins it. <laughs> but I mean, crazy. 
that I mean the Champions League final will probably have a huge impact for a couple of teams in the Euros because like I said, I think it due to the Champions League final, I think that causes uh Havertz to start for Germany. I also think it gives Reese James a pretty good chance of starting for England at right back. Well, um, I think I think Southgate would be stupid not to, and for Ben yeah. Chilwell as well. And Mount. And Mount, of course. Mount I think put Mount in I was my lineup. Say, yeah. Which because you took thinking about it, I probably I'd probably play Mount instead of Sterling. Yeah, I was gonna say you you'd put Mount at the ten and then Kane up top, surely. Or would you oh, want to keep quite Kane like deep? Kane deeper though. That's the thing. It's, and especially if, if you're has play a tough Greenish job as well. Yeah. I think Kane has to play deep and Foden's been decent up top. Maybe you even put Mount or Grealish by themselves as I sort of a yeah. The one thing England may have over over other teams is um it's a bit too dark, so um is that we have depth. We do have depth. I mean, centre backs maybe not so. Like we said at the start, Mings isn't the best. Um, but I mean, if you look to the bench, you could have Grealish on the bench potentially. Uh, Mount, phone. It, it depends what lineup you go with. But you know, th- we talk about the three at the back or the four at the back or the five at the back, whatever term you want to call it. Mm. We do have the ability to change quite quickly and especially having versatile players where Foden can play left or right or up top or 10 really Kane can play nine or yeah. ten Mount can Mount can't play holding but he can play box to box quite easily it's a yeah, it's so a tough job he's got competition with Bellingham he's got competition with uh Henderson but Mount can play all over he's yeah really versatile I don't know why I didn't put him in <laughs> it's, t- it's tough, isn't it? It's tough. He just didn't come to mind when I was picking the squad. I mean, yeah, I, think, a... I think he'd play instead of Sterling in mind. There's, a... it's going to be an interesting tournament. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll go on to our. I was going to say we'll talk about a shock exit next, but we'll go on to the group of death just quickly because we kind of covered that there. So the group yeah. of death is Group F: uh, France, Portugal, Germany, and Hungary. For you, if you, if I... you can. One, I put them one to finish to in that order, in that order as yeah. uh, as you read them out. France, Portugal, Germany, Hungary. Although I, I, part of me wanted to say that Hungary might get a shock result and finish third, <laughs> but um, because I, I don't think your is it Yoik Min Lau, whatever you say. His yeah, name, yeah. I don't think he's a great manager. No, and obviously Germany would shocking last time uh, a tournament. Have they improved that much? I'm not sure. No. I'm not convinced. So maybe I have Hungary a... might come third, but I think uh, Germany, yeah. I have France, a slight Portugal, Germany, hot take. Hungary. I have a slight hot take on the group of death. I think it'll be France, Portugal, Germany, Hungary as well. But I, I've got this weird thing that I think if Germany make it out of that group, if they win the group, I think Germany will go on to win the Euros. And I know that sounds kind of ridiculous but there's i don't know why i can't i don't really have a reason to it but if verna picks up form you know he struggled to score but if he gets into yeah. the opportunities if Havertz picks up form if they do get out of this group not only does it eliminate france and portugal which i think for me it's the favorites well, would be france all, england all portugal. three of them all three of them should progress in theory how does it because work does third well, go through can't lie, I had to look this up literally five minutes before we started. But um, the the best, the top four third finishing teams, so the four best teams who have come third, based on I think points and goals scored, um, goal difference, etc. They all progress, and they'll play whoever's come first in the other few groups. So, right, I think for so they whoever. Whichever one of them finishes third has a tough run in anyway because they've got to finish. No, no, play against first of another group. Well, I was going to say whoever's whoever's come first in whichever group, whichever team ends up playing the third from F, they're going to have a really tough game no matter what. Yeah, and unfortunately, that that could be England. That could be that. Kind of debunks my my weird little theory for Germany then. 
Well, no, no, I'd, I'd support that actually because if they can, if they can beat Hungary comfortably, get a what I think would be a shock result against France, and then beat mm. Portugal, then yeah, I think I think you could be right. I think they because could do very well. I need to look at their their defense. But obviously, they have. I assume Neuer's in goals. Uh, there it is. So yeah, they'll play Neuer in goals. Uh, Centre backs will be. I assume Rudiger has to play, right? Oh yeah. Then I don't watch enough German football, but I guess maybe Klosterman or I don't really know. But I mean, look at their midfielders. This is where they really pack it: Gnabry, Goretzka, Gundogan, Kimmich, Kroos, Musiala, Leroy Sane, and then up the forwards they have Kai Havertz, Thomas Muller, who's as much as I don't like him as a player, is criminally underrated again. And then yeah. Timo Werner. I mean, I just feel like maybe they're being underrated ever so slightly. But then the manager is shit, to be quite, I, I don't quite frank. Him, He's yeah. awful. Um, what about, I'll ask you another question. What about your shock exit? Who do you, because there's always one, isn't there? I mean, <laughs> yeah. it would be Germany from the World Cup when South Korea obviously knocked them out. Um, who would who would you go for your shock exit? Goodness me. Um Part of me wants to say Germany, yeah, because um, I mean, I do think they'll get beaten by France. I think they'll get beaten by Portugal, and I'd like to think that Hungary might get a shock result against them. Um, so, part of me wants to say Germany, but other shock exits, I think, um, Italy could be a shock yeah. exit because Turkey mm-hmm. are doing really well and Switzerland and Wales, they could pick up some points, depends on morale in the squad. Um, I mean, I've... Netherlands I've also, as well. Yeah. I've I've got Italy, again, because the, 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 the group they're in. Germany as well, obviously, because no matter who goes out of that group bar Hungary, say, say Hungary do miraculously finish third, whoever goes out of that group, it's going to be a shock exit. I think Spain, their group is Poland, Slovakia, and Sweden. That's a somewhat overlooked group. I mean, Sweden did okay in the World Cup. They got to quarterfinals, wasn't it? Yes, we yes, beat them 2-0. Yeah. Uh, Poland obviously have Lewandowski, Szczesny. Uh, they've, they've got a few okay players. And then Slovakia are just a, a pretty well-rounded team. Um, so if Spain have to turn up, and then I hate that I, I can't see it. And but as an England fan, I have put England as a potential shock exit. <laughs> I can't. I obviously I don't want it to happen, and I I can't see it. But Croatia are a good size. You know, they they don't have other they than are Modric, aging though. They are They're aging. Aging side. Other than Modric, they don't really have a standout world class player. But they, I feel like they're quite grouped. I mean. Yeah, uh, Czech Republic aren't a great side either, but you, I mean, England, it's just, it just is England to lose to a team no, like that. Knowing our luck, big Thomas Sushek's going to score Yes, two, exactly. And, uh, great player. What's his name will get the assists, Kufal. And then Scotland, even though Scotland play woeful football, it's a derby. They'll be up I mean, for it against it's us. It's a massive be derby because one, they're going to kick the shit out of our players. We all know that. <laughs> And two, it's just, the, again, a type of game where, I mean, if you look at Euro uh, 2018, no, 2016, sorry, uh, when we uh, beat Wales. It was 2016, wasn't it? Yes, yes, uh, it was. Yes, it was. Wales' team was nowhere near as good as ours, and we almost lost. And I think that's due to it being a derby. And it's a, I can't remember the last time England played Scotland in a competitive game of football, like a, a tournament. I if if ever. Oh, I don't remember. There's just I, think I don't the, think it'll happen. But the one good thing about the Scotland game is that it's our second game. Because if it was our first, Scotland would want to get a result. If it was our third game, I I think Scotland would possibly be out by then, and they'd just absolutely go for it. Yeah. Or be at risk of going out. But the second game sort of. You know, it's just yeah, a, just the I mean, second game. It'll be interesting to see how they line up anyway, because their two best players are left backs. Yeah, well, they really have. Wow, well, they have. They have Scott uh, John McGinn. He's he's quite a good player. 
but then obviously Tierney and uh, obviously Andrew Robertson. Robertson. Uh, their best, but I can't think of it. But oh, as an England fan, I, there's just there's Armstrong for Southampton, who's he's okay, been yeah. good previously. Um, it's just a, a shock exit. Is is a is a sticky topic because as England fans, we can't sit here and act like we've <laughs> absolutely be. smashed it. I mean, every, every single tournament, every single tournament I've followed, I've always backed us to win, and yet we've always <laughs> like. Do you think um, all in short? Here's a question that's this is more like an England question. And if you look at this group of players, especially in five years when Bellingham's matured, when Rice will be in his prime, when Foden will be in his prime, Reese James, Trent, uh, Chilwell, Kane will probably be in his last tournament. Do you think if this, which I hope it doesn't, this generation of England players do not win a European, well, European uh, uh, an international trophy, it is more of a failure because it would be a failure than the Terry the Neville brothers, the Beckham, the Lamps, the Joe Cole era. Yes, I think it'll be an even bigger failure. Because I think it will, because the reason England didn't do so well with those players was because the the type of squads that they were in, your Manchester United squads, your Chelsea squads, they were all so, so competitive that when they went to England camps, I've heard um, Rio Ferdinand talking about this before, they would all sit in their um, Premier League teams. Okay. They wouldn't interact. There wouldn't be that friendships. I mean, everyone kicked off when, um, I don't know if you remember in the nil-nil Manchester derby, when um, John Stones and Harry Maguire had that big hug at the yes, end. Yes, of course. Yes, yeah. Roy Keane was absolutely furious about it. As an England fan, I was chuffed. I was like, yes, yeah. that's so good Like to see two massive... Uh, players even though they're rivals coming together i think it's so good for english football Mm. and that's why i think that these well let's they are future superstars both of them if they don't win anything with the team spirit that they have too it's an even bigger failure yeah i think especially because i mean uh i'm not sure how youth football worked back then in terms of whether they all came up playing together but I mean, if you look at the team now at the moment, uh, I'm sure Henderson, uh, Rice, Mount, Sancho, well, Sancho and Foden definitely, because they both played for Manchester City together. Yeah. Uh, Bellingham, who also played for Chelsea for a little bit, I think. They've all played together. Rhys James, they've all played together from such a young age. And I mean, I'm sure this will be the same across all of the countries now. But I mean... If this England team, I think maybe this Euros is a bit of a bit of a push, bearing in mind the Germany team, not the Germany, sorry, the French team, is where this England team could be in four years. I think the next World Cup and the Euros, if we don't win one of those, I think it is absolutely dire, it's shocking. But then again, me personally... I would not have, I don't, if South gets in charge, I don't know if we win those. Yeah, I think if we don't get, how many stages are there? There's the round of 16. Is it round of 16 after groups? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And then quarters. I think, I think if we don't make the semis again, then Southgate has to go. Yeah. With the squad and who would got. you bring in? God, that's a question. Definitely not Eddie Howe. He's been linked with the job several times. Definitely not him. You know where I um, think England went wrong? Ah, uh, and and this, uh, I almost want to repulse as I say this. <laughs> I think England should have got Arsene Wenger once he was sacked by Arsenal. I think that's where England went wrong. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I think if Arsene Wenger, because uh, he had retired, but I'm sure that was a deal he could have like, he could have taken. I think Arsene Wenger would have been perfect in that Euros. Would have been no a World Cup. Sorry, absolutely perfect. Mm. Young group of players talented group of players and especially now I mean I don't know how old Wenger is he's got to be at least 75 but one last tournament I like that I know it's a weird one especially from a Spurs fan but I I, I'll give you this question as a Spurs fan as well then because um, this guy's been linked with the job he's even said in the past that he'd quite like to manage 
England at one point in his career because it's one of the toughest jobs in the world. Jose Mourinho, how do you feel about him after 100%. this tournament? 100%. You, you'd, you'd like that? I mean, the fact that Jose Mourinho is not in charge of Tottenham Hotspur at the moment makes me want to put my head for a wall. Like, I was going to... I've been meaning to, but I never got around to it. I was going to make a video on why... I was going to title it, Why I Hate My Football Club. <laughs> I wouldn't oh, say that last season. I love West Ham at the moment. Let's go! Oh, shut that. None of that. Yeah. <laughs> Jose Mourinho is far from finished, and I think he will go and win something with Roma now because he will have that fire in him now. Not because he's been sacked by Spurs, because I think he knows how awkward Daniel Levy is. He said that after, once his book comes out, he'll expose all of that. I think him in a international on an international stage gives him a lot of time to prepare. He will travel. He would watch, not just watch England games, he'd watch all the games. I mean, the man's a perfectionist. I think he won't manage England. He'll go to Portugal, obviously, because he's Portuguese. But I think with this team, if if he inherited this squad from Gareth Southgate, not only would I be absolutely over the moon, but so would Harry Kane. Harry, oh, good this bit. I, I was I was interested in watching the Spurs documentary. Why I watched that as a West Ham fan? Well, I I don't really know, but. The, the one thing that really stood out to me was uh, when he sort of set Harry down. He was like, oh, I know you had a great relationship with the, the last boss, but, you know, un- under me, I'm going to make you one of the best strikers in, in world football. And although Spurs finished seventh, lol, um, b- behind West Ham, if I may point out, um, although they finished seventh, he was just, t- you know, golden boot and best for assists this season. That's the Jose effect. It's his best season. It's Son's best season. I think he he got Joey Roden playing towards the end of the season. And Ryan Mason, I don't even want to have a conversation about Ryan Mason. It is no surprise. Strange one that was. uh, Awful. It is no surprise that Jose Mourinho got Harry Kane to the level that he is now because Jose Mourinho is one of the greatest ever managers. Okay, he may have lost his touch a little bit, but he said, sorry if you can hear, hear background noise. I know they were going on to Spurs now, uh, but anyway, it doesn't matter. He said to Daniel Levy, the summary came to us, I want you to sign two players from Portugal, only two, Bruno Fernandes and Ruben Diaz. Goodness if, Spurs, well. if Spurs had signed... Ruben Diaz and Bruno Fernandes, we would have won the league this year. And I know that's a hot take. Under Mourinho, we would have won the league this year. Harry Kane would be as he is. Bruno Fernandes would finally fill the hole that was Christian Eriksen leaving. Ruben Diaz would finally fill the hole that was Jan Vertonghen leaving. Regulion would be able to push more further forward as he'd be covered by Toby Alderweireld on his last season at Spurs, probably, with Diaz. Bruno Fernandes, ah. Oh. And I... But to get back to your question, will I take Mourinho at England any day of the week? Absolutely. I wouldn't care if you played dog shit football. I would, I'd have to agree with you, actually. I think Spurs would have won the league. Um, would have been because Diaz obviously gutting best, for me. Best centre back. Um, Diaz, yeah. Diaz is just, I, yeah. I think if, if Portugal go all the way, Diaz, young player of the tournament. Here's a question for you. I oh, mean, because the Euros will dictate it most probably. Ballon d'Or, who's in it for you? Who, who, who's in it for you, Ballon d'Or winner? Wow. Um, if France win, I really hope it's Conte. Yes, I'm glad, I'm glad you said um, that. He deserves it. He 100%. absolutely deserves 100%. it. 100%. Could you imagine um, him as well? If... How cute would that be? Deserves <laughs> that as... Oh, my God. You can't hate N'Golo Conte. No. I think it's part, partly because he was at Leicester as well, and you just can't mm. hate Leicester as a football club. Um, no, yeah, he's he, hundred percent deserves it. What a what a performance he put in in the last last round of the Champions League. Amazing. So if if Portugal win it, does Diaz get it? Ballon d'Or. Mm. No, no, I don't. I think if, Eng- oh, if England well, win it, does Kane get it? 
who see this is the thing. Messi doesn't get it. No, 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 no debate. Don't get out my face. Ronaldo. Ronaldo, no chance either. And Bappe, Modric no. did not deserve it. Nope. I just want to put that out there as well. Oof. Ben, we're getting into topics now. It's gonna to have to get another <laughs> podcast on the go. We're gonna have to talk about football for a whole for the last like, two <laughs> years. I think this this year, I uh, if Kante doesn't win it, I just can't think of any I just can't think of anyone else. I really I can't. Think, I think um Lewandowski was robbed of it last year, which was really sad. Very true. Very true. Who got it last year? No, we, I think it was decided oh, it they wasn't didn't, going they to didn't... be awarded. Yeah. Oh, what a excuse me, like, what a load of bollocks. Yeah. Lewandowski definitely deserved it. I yeah. think Kante definitely deserves it this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I get the feeling he probably won't win it. I think it'll go no. to a striker. I think if it always does. Lewandowski wins it this year, he'll probably he'll probably be really proud, but he'll almost feel like um, I deserved it more last year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Bayern, Bayern won. How how did that? Just because I think the Euros conversation kind of come to a close, so we'll probably go for another five minutes. We'll just we'll just talk about football. Yeah. How how didn't he win it? They won the Champions League. They won the uh, the the Bundesliga. They won both all all domestic trophies available to do so, and not, he scored thirty eight goals. My headphones have just something died. like that. Headphones have just died. I don't think I can hear anything I'm saying. There right we now. go. Yeah, my my headphones died for a second. I do apologize. <laughs> no, you could. You could. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say like. I'd understand them not giving out a Ballon d'Or if all leagues had been null and voided. Yeah. But the fact that the leagues were continued and the fact that he did so well, I think he had, I think he scored 38 goals, but I think it was like 51 goal involvements or something. Mm-hmm. Absolutely crazy. He should have won it. Yeah. He was absolutely robbed of it. If Conte doesn't win it, he's been robbed of it. Yeah. Um, I think when Modric won it, Either Ronaldo or Messi were robbed of it. Yeah. Um, I think Ronaldo was robbed of it that season because was that not the season Ronaldo left? When was that? When did Maltridge win it? Was it 2018, was it? It was right after the World Cup. Oh, it was after the World Cup. I was about to say, obviously, he won the Euros, but that was 2016, wasn't it? Of course it was. Yeah. No, completely. Did he win his last Champions League with Real that season? No, he would have been in Juventus by this stage, wouldn't he? No, that would have been that was, was Liverpool. Who it? did win it? Who? It was Modric. So Modric won it the year Levan should have, wasn't it? Because of COVID, it, like you say, the Ballon d'Or being the only thing null and voided, it's kind of merged. I've kind of forgot as to who has won it because obviously it's been so yeah, much Messi and Ronaldo. It feels like there's been a such a long time between, um, well, the, the World last Cup year and, and a like half now, yeah. but because of, because of COVID, it's sort of. So do you think? Virgil van Dijk should have won it the year that Liverpool won the Champions League. Or do you think Modric yes. still deserves yes. it? Yes, van Dijk should was, have won it. That's who was beat to it, wasn't it? He, he Van Dijk was, again, robbed. Yes, he Was that was. the year Modric or was that the year Messi? I think that was the year after Modric. Yes, it was. Liverpool won the Champions League in 2019. And then 2020, it was Bayern. And then, obviously, this year, Chelsea. Yeah. It should have been Van Dyke. Then it should have been Lewandowski. It should be Kante this year. If it's not yeah. Kante, you yeah. wafer, you need to get your act together. <laughs> I think if Kane gets, if, if we win it, Kane's captain, and he gets golden boot in the Euros, then he's in contention. But I don't think he deserves it, but he's there. Yes, he'll be on the shortlist, I'm sure. Or and- another hot take, if Foden has an incredible season, Foden could be in with a shout. For me personally, but I don't think if he, he has will. A good tournament. It's, a, it's a players' voted thing, isn't it? Um, yeah, fuck football. Honestly, I could talk about football all day, I won't lie. How long have we been going for? About 50 minutes, probably mostly? about 50 minutes. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm I, I think we've covered uh, Euros. Should we wrap it up with a top four finish, as in like first, second, third, and fourth for Euros for the Euros? Sure. Uh, do you have a four? No, I was just going to make one up. Uh, <laughs> right, okay. Oh, um, I would go for. I don't want to jinx us. 
I'm I'm gonna go France. Of, I think France will win. I think they'll beat England in the final. Two one. I think Portugal will finish third, and I think Belgium will come fourth. Wow. Okay. Unless Germany, if if Germany, if they finish yet, first in that. If they finish death. first, and it, then the final is Germany England. I am drinking a stupid amount of of British beer, not German beer, like Carlin <laughs> or or Strongbow or I don't know, whatever the most British. Just British. And I would probably cry for 12 years if we lost to Germany in a final. Because let's be fair, outside of the home nations, Germany are our biggest rivals. No, I, I think I think the worst thing would be uh, nil-nil in the final, England-Portugal, and then nil-nil after 120 minutes, and then 120 plus 10, loads of stoppage time. Bruno Fernandes scores a penalty. Oh, don't, don't, don't. don't. <laughs> anyway, you're top four. Let's hear it. Let's have it. I am going to say... England, we're going to win. We're going to win the Euros. We're going to beat Portugal in the final. And the, France and France will come third. Belgium will come fourth. Okay. It's coming home. Oh, that song's coming. I forgot about that, that song. That song's coming man. back. <laughs> it's well, coming the back countdown the is on. The first game is on the 11th. So that's next Friday. Am I right? Yes, you are right. If Eight if days have, time. If you've made it to the end. I know there's a couple that do. I know. I know you're out there. <laughs> if you have anything planned for that Friday other than watching that Italian game, get in the bin. Get in get the bin. to the pub, support your local. Wait. Support your local team. That's another thing. Great point. Pubs man. are still open though. Get to your pub, support your local businesses. Your Don't go and buy beer in the co-op. Go yeah. to a pub. Another and two pound eighty another two pound eighty Carlin. Get along to actually don't go to spoons. Go to a local pub. Don't go to spoons. <laughs> Don't go to spoons. Ben, thank you so much. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me back on. You will be you're lot you'll be on again. Let's let's be honest. Ben will text me and be like, oh Jose Marino, she's got the England job. And I'll be sitting there <laughs> in a full full England kit with a flag ready to tell you about world dominance. Anyway, Ben Can I just can I plug? I'm on about starting some travel vlogs this summer. On my about, channel, just just call Ben Walker. I'll put I was up about all my to social say. media when uh, when that comes out. Not re- not really got a date yet, but Ben is also streaming on Twitch. Um, I'm gonna yes, I'm gonna, haven't done for a while. I'm gonna clip that up again. I'm gonna clip it. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna do a little intro before because there's a couple I forgot to mention that, and I said like, it's only fair. Let's be fair. Ben okay. is on on Twitch, as you said, he's gonna be daily vlog. Well, vlogging his holidays, not daily vlogging, but vlogging. Mate, vlogging's great fun. I, I had a blast doing that when I was younger. I remember the watching ed- your um when you met the side men. That was yes, great, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And ed- the editing is what gets you because you you become like a little bit like oh no, I've got to make everyone better and better. Anyway, I will link. Send me the link if there is one. Um, I will. Every, everything for Ben links in the bio. Um, thank you so much for watching. I hope you have a great day, Ben. Thank you again. Um, and I will see you next time for another episode of Ed Talks. Come on, England. Yes, come on, England.